praise God. <laughs> Marriage is, is really an institution. <laughs> Amen. Um, now, what can influence your, your marriage positively uh, or negatively? Uh, we picked up social media. One. Now, how can social media in, um, in affect your marriage positively? There are some men of God who post some good quality things that can um, give impact or that can add impact to your marriage, um, like the word of God to help you grow in that marriage. Then also, how can social media impact negatively? There are some things you see on social media that are not really um, good for Christians to, to go through and that can bring down that marriage easily. That's why women, sorry, with all due respect, mommies, I'm sorry. But women, there are some things you see that you want to really copy and add it as a spice to your marriage, which can just make that marriage just collapse easily. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So then number two, um, the other thing that can... Dressing. Dressing, for example. When you, when you see the way people dress on social, social media, you want to copy their style. Say, ah, my, my guy, feel, my husband feel like him, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know, it's not really, as a Christian, you're not supposed to go that way. So, then number two, um, another thing that can add, um, that can uh, influence your marriage positively or negatively is um, friends. Friends. How can friends influence your marriage? There are some good friends. That's what I'm, I'm going to, there are some friends, there are some friends that you, you, you will have that can advise you negatively. Now, for example, you have, as a man, you have a friend who goes to beer parlor or goes to pub, rather. Sorry, I'm trying to use Nigeria terms. <laughs> you go to, <laughs> you go to pub, and after getting that, you say, ah, man, that your wife. You like testing, like in the world Nigeria, we say most mothers they say you like testing draw soup, draw soup, man. Forget about draw soup. Go and test Obono. Obono is, you know what I mean. Obono is is a bit. You can't. You understand? They understand. Okay, let's go. Then you start putting negative thoughts into that man's head. Before you know, start keeping uh, cocoa beans out, out there. When you come home, you begin to speak to your wife in different, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Start embarrassing her, trying to make her feel as if she's not um, doing her best. That's no one. Then, in case of women, you can see them say, ah, you can have a friend who can meet you say, ah, my, my husband gives me 1,000 pounds to make soup. Ah, if you see my husband, and whereas that's not what is even going on, she's going through pain. But just to make you feel less, uh, before, uh, just to make you feel, uh, make you feel that your husband is not even doing doing his best. But, ah, man, my husband gives me one thousand pounds to to make soup. He's trying, really trying. Then you will not go home as the wife you are. You don't go home. Say, ah, man, you stupid man. Is it not that your, your see your mate giving your uh, the, the the wife one thousand pounds? At the end of the day, to cause wahala in the house. So, you see, bad friends, keeping bad friends. Then there are some friends that can encourage your marriage. There are some friends you keep that you just love them to be around you because by the time they speak to that your marriage or they, they advise you, it makes your marriage work perfectly well. So there are some good friends you keep. That's what I'm saying. The same thing. So depending on the kind of friend. Aha, you, you understand. Then before you know, they start influencing you to do some kind of things that you don't want to do. So friends, tag, tag friends. 
then social media. God bless you. This group, who is representing us? For the good, we have um, peer group and friends, and um, the issue with uh, peer group and friends that, and why we put it as a good is because if you have friends that, um, you know, like their mindset in particular, so where they get their opinions from, because you need to know, like, the person advising you, you need to know, like, what is backing that advice. Right, because even the Bible says some things might appear good, but it is not to, for us. So, um, if you have friends that you have, you know that they are backed by the Word of God, they, they can be good influences. Then also, we said good prayer life. I think that's self-explanatory, right? Then for the negative, we said social media, and why this was unique to our, I guess, age group is because it's more. <laughs> No, but it's more influential to our age group rather than yours, I think, because the, the, the amount of activity we do online is more. <laughs> is more. And then something about like um, our senses is we are always picking up stuff, even though we don't know we are. So while you are scrolling through social media and someone says something, it might just feel like, oh, I just scrolled past it. But you might have kept that in your mind. And if you keep, like, indulging it over and over and over again, someday, somehow, it will come out. So if I'm following a page that says, um, let's say, for instance, an example is feminism, right? If I follow a page that talks about feminism, 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 if I don't have a good understanding and a biblical backing, one day, um, especially like, le let me not say feminism in general, but like the toxic feminism we have now, one day I would start exhibiting that because I've so consumed it within me that it becomes like registered in my mind and I start succumbing to that. Then the last one is lack of communication and mentorship. So thank you. Our elders in the house. Our elders in the house. Hallelujah. For elders. Faith is one thing that affects our marriages. Lack of faith. One. The other one, when did faith? you have different faiths, like you having Christian and uh, Muslim. The doctrines are, are, are different. So there's some kind of controversies that comes up. Mm, in case... No, 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 no. That is not controversy. In faith, when you have different faith, although you, uh, the woman has to succumb a little, but you still have that difference. 
that conflicts each other. See, you understand? Uh -huh. So that is that. For communication, communication, lack of communication brings what we Nigerians will say, wahala, a very big one. In some houses, when there is a little difference, what they normally do, they keep to themselves. We, as Christians, we don't need to do that. You don't, the Bible says, don't let the sun set on your anger. So, there will definitely be squabbles, but you just have to know when to stop. Friendship. Friendship is another wahala, as I'll say. You mind the kind of friends you keep. Mind the kind of friends you keep. Don't because you see some, some family or some people shining and you want to shine too. No. It can affect. Understanding. We Nigerians, sorry to say, we know we have to, uh, I don't know how to put it. You have to submit to your husband. So you just have to carry that into your marriage. You give your husband as the head, so the Bible says, of the family. You just have to submit and understand when to stop, when to go on. Social media, the families. Social media for now influences our marriages. In, the, in our own era, <laughs> we have analog phones. When there's a call, the family comes around to receive the call. But now, everybody to your tent, O Israel, thereby keeping the family separated. That is my little comment. Thank you, ma'am. There's someone that wants to add to, to it before we round up. Friends. Um, I have a sister. Um, the husband is in Nigeria. She's there. I don't know, maybe it's a trust issue that they have, but the issue is that anytime the wife calls the husband, the husband wants to, I'm going to say it in Europe, but I want the wife to use a, eh. I don't know, maybe you understand, like, she like, he, he, he believes that that's a sign of, I am the head of the house. And the, the woman felt that that word makes, him, makes her a bit far from the husband. The closeness is not there. That Once I use that, oh, we can rap, we can talk, we can treat like friends. And it was like, he called the husband one day, and the, and the guy was like, ah, I'm already going to go by Jagon, the way you were talking to me. I was like, ah. I just said, that's a lie. I just said, that's a lie. Was the husband phone on speaker? Why would he have to say that? Even when your friends are saying that, the husband should like, it is my wife. Anyhow, he wants to talk to me. You understand? So it, it brings um, 
all this pride thing like I am the head of the house and you must respect me. You must do this. Everything I say, you must obey. It brings, it doesn't bring the closeness. So friends at times bring, I'm just trying to cite an example of the friends. Thank you. Thank you. Go on, like three minutes. One second. So to what she said, I would say um, the upcoming young to be married. Yeah, I got married at the age of 25. And what she said, I'm a victim of that. My husband is um, 10 years older than I am. So he met me in school. Um, okay, I believed for me to respect him, I have to use that air of a thing. So unfortunately for me, it affected the marriage a lot. Because there will be a time I want to gist with him and I'll be like, ah, shola. And he'll be like, oh, rude. Oh, ni respect. Things like that, and I would cry. Uh, when, I uh, when I was 25, 26, 27, I had my daughter at the age of 25. And before I want to walk up to the man I, I got married to, I would have to rehearse in front of the mirror. Like, okay, Timati, sorry I'm saying in Yoruba for those who understand. You know, things that I was already running crazy, and I would talk to my mom. Though I'm not really close to my mom, she would say, because my mom was, was like not really, didn't accept the marriage because I'm from a Muslim background. So you know what I mean, and he's a Christian. Till now, if I want to talk to him, he's not here. The distance is there. And I'm like, ah, he got to a point. They used to call him Elegbo. When I walked to him and say, babe, oh, like me Elegbo. You know, and he's from a kitty to come and make the water worse. <laughs> And I'm like, ha. So, yes. When you got to a point, I'm like, see, if you want to marry your, your age mate, go and meet them in Ikiti. Tell your mother to bring one of the village girls for you. I can't keep doing this. So it really affects marriage a lot. Thank you so much. Well, when I, my, I, I always say to myself, I don't want 10 years, someone that's older than 10 years, 15 years. Because I know my mouth, and you know you know yourself. I cannot be saying, eh, eh, butter, butter. I'll give you your respect. So that's why I said I marry someone that is, it works for some people. It works for some people. But we all know ourselves. We, we, we all know ourselves. Even the one that called my mother in the day, they said, Daddy is real. I said, she's toasting. Ah, I said, Mommy, yeah, we call ourselves names. I have pet name I call him. But we all know it's it, to me. If I'm if I marry someone that is older than me that long, I will not be close to him. I will not be free to express myself to tell him how I feel. That is me. It works for some people. So I think for those that are yet to marry, let's go for what we know be comfortable. If you are good to marry twenty people that's older than you, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. Oh. Okay. In-laws can positively or adversely affect the marriage. To a large extent, it depends on the maturity of the guy or the wife and all of that, you know, but it's something to look out for as well. Praise God. If you're married to a good father-in-law or mother-in-law, thank God. If not, pray. <laughs> Praise the Lord! Yes, 
just to buttress the point to influences. It might not be in laws sometimes, I even be friends too. For me, in, uh, my parents, they call their same names, even till now. You know, when they were talking, they gist. So I treasured that, that moment. When I got married, my husband was like, You'll be calling me daddy. Um, I said, Call a walk. Or like if you size me. I'll be able to climb the table and abuse you very well. <laughs> that was, I told him. Then I started calling him his name. My mother in law truly called me to a room one day. I said, You started bearing children. Don't let your children know your husband's name. Call him by, you know, call him daddy or so. The day Zadok will call his father's name, he said, My daddy is Mike. And my mom is Ade. I said, Thank God. He knows. Your, some, people, some people here, their children don't know their names. Even when they, if anything happens outside, they cannot even, they don't even know who they have. They, as in pretense, is even much is on marriage. Thank you, Ma. Praise the Lord. Uh, my point is that I want to, your, your observation or what you said. What really affects marriages? Let's see, let me use, sorry, as a case study. It matters how you started. When both of you were cutting, you were calling him that name, that brother. That, no, that is the reason that the master insisted that you must continue. If that, time, if that time you try to correct the whole issue, I don't think this thing would have persisted. Because most marriages, you, you can just, as a man, you meet one, one girl, you approach the girl. At the, at the beginning, they will be behaving like an angel. Immediately, you just pay the bell price, they enter. Automatically, they change. And it will become an, it will become an issue. Is up. <laughs> um, uh, our time is up. We have two people. One second to one second. Sorry, sir. Praise God. <laughs> well, um, basically, all we have said, they are all valid. Um, however, I just want to add something to all we've been deliberating, and it's all about the word of God in marriages. And um, I feel that should be the anchor. And then another thing I need to say is in marriages, every marriage is unique. You cannot use the plan of another marriage to put into your own. It's most likely not going to work. So you would always look at, it's just like marriage is like cooking soup. You will know the right quantity of salt. As for women, know how to cuddle your tongue in marriage. As for men, know how to control your manly phalanges outside. Because those are the two things that always causes problems in marriage. Yes, finance and other things, but these two things. So to buttress it all, if you anchor your marriage on the word of God, there is a more high probability of success. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. J.K. Harry, I'm so sorry. After the service. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, we've all said it all. And I'll quickly read 1 Corinthians 15, 33. It says, do not be deceived, but complain corrupts good morals. Do not be deceived.
bad company corrupts good morals. We've said all uh, everything. Um, excessive jealousy too is there can inflict and marry negatively. Addict addiction. Some people are addicted to gambling. It affects families, finance, or, or sort of that character defect. And then close relationship with ex-lovers and opposite sex. My bestie, my bestie. A male having a female bestie. A um, wife having male bestie. I don't know if your husband or your wife cannot be your bestie. I don't know. Then undue attention to social medias. Inordinate pursuit of money and career. Some people do not have time for their spouses. It's just work, work, money, money. It's good though. We need money to run the room, but at least let's balance things up. Friends in toxic uh, relationship. And the things that can um, influence our marriage positively, I'm trying to rush is um, trust and understanding. We need to understand and have trust. Then selflessness and mutual support. Let's support each other. Building a new and family culture together. Let's have our own culture, godly cultures. Then praying together and keeping Christ in at the center of relationship and also spending quality time together. It's very, very important. Once we don't have a quality time together, we start to drift away, husband and wife. You don't have time, husband is coming in, wife is going out. Yes, let's, let's spice things up. Let's enjoy ourselves, even though there is children, yes, there are some people we can give our children to. Although at times as mothers, we don't want to release our children to some people, but there are people that we can trust just for the weekend. Let me look after this children and then husband and wife, enjoy yourself. You, you have people around that you can trust. I have people that can, I, I have people I know I can give my children to. A uh, good one, I know I can give them. Dickness Grace is there. There are people, yes, I've done it when it was just three of us. I would take uh, Obas to Sister Bola's. Some people know her, uh, or Sister Bola's house. Although I still call every minute, oh, uh, is he okay? But I know he's, he's in, as mothers anyway. So let's please enjoy ourselves, guarding and managing our thoughts. Then never go bed to angry. I remember when we first married and, and I came to this country, obviously there will be conflict at the beginning. And I said, hey, oh boy. Anything that happens tonight, we'll trash it out. So I always make sure, I try my best that even though we are both angry, if, if it's midnight, I will wake him up. Wake up, we need to discuss this thing. And also, finding work-family balance. Do not lag your spouse, women and men. It's both, it goes in both ways. And be prudent with family, finance, and budget. If, if the husband is good, with family finance, let's put the husbands there. If it's the wife, let the wife mind. There's no shame in it. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And in summary, negative influences to marriage should be avoided, while positive should be embraced. It's all in our um, Sunday school manual. Please, let's, we've, we've learned this morning, let's make it into practice. Let's be intentional about our marriage, and I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Every marriage is a work in progress. Therefore, we must be intentional about making it work. If we are not intentional, as we are intentional about our career to progress, let's also be intentional about our marriage. Let's make it work. Let's rise to our faith, please. Thank you so much. We could not entertain the um, questions. We've extended our time over the time. Let's read that, Father, help me 
to avoid negative influences in the name of Jesus and embrace positive influences in marriage in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father Lord, help all couples in the, in the body of Christ to avoid negative influences and embrace positive influences in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. We give, we are going to our breakthrough prayer now. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, oh Lord. You
disaster he has done. For the things he has prevented far from doing that can lead to disaster. Let's just appreciate the King of Kings. The I am that I am, the rose of Sharon. The beauty of the body, our rock, our banner, our backbone, our shelter, our, our everything. Lord, we say thank you for things you've done. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. We'll be praying for our guests this morning, our VVIP. Luke's 125 amplified for says, says, This is how the Lord has dealt with me in the days when He looked with favor on me to take away my disgrace amongst men. Let's just pray that this morning, as they will step in their feet to our midst this morning, the Lord will look favorably unto them in the name of Jesus, and He will take away all their disgrace, all their reproaches in the name of Jesus. As they will be stepping their feet here, let's pray the Lord will look favorably unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for our first timer that will be coming in today. Lord, we pray that Lord, you will look favorably unto them in the name of Jesus. You will take away all that disgrace, all their reproach in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you'll be merciful unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Psalm 37, 19, NLT says, They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. We'll be praying for ourselves as a member of Holy Ghost on that, Lord, in this hard time, I will not be disgraced. Even in famine, we will have more than enough. In a food, in resources, in our money, in our accounts, we will have more than enough in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that, Lord God, we will not be disgraced in hard time. In the name of even in famine, we will have more than enough. In the mighty name of Jesus, in this hard time, in this inflation, we will not be disgraced. In the name of, we will live in surplus. In the mind, because we know you, because you are our your resources in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious name, we'll pray. I drink from the fountains of mercy. I soar on the wings of your grace. I walk through the doors of great favor. Your mercy is speaking for me. I sing from the fountains of mercy. of Jesus and we sowed on the wings of your grace in the name of Jesus. We will walk through the doors of great favor and God's mercy will speak for us in the name of Jesus. If we have an interview or so ever, the God's mercy will speak for us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we be hearing the word of God this morning, Acts 14 says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fed on all those who were listening to the messages confirming God's acceptance of Gentiles. I want to as we hear in the words of God this morning, His presence, the Holy Spirit will fend on us individually and collectively in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, O oh Lord God, we pray as we be listening to your word, the vessel you've prepared unto us this morning, the Holy Spirit, the Lord, you will fill up, you will fall upon every one of us this morning, you will feed us to the bring the name of 
of Jesus, you will open our eyes of understanding. We will not just listen, but be the doors of your word in that mighty name of Jesus. We pray that your hand will be upon us for greatness and for mercy in that mighty name of Jesus. You will keep us safe greatly in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. And lastly, I will just um, declare this word over our lives. Number 6, 22. 24 to 26. The Lord bless us in the name of Jesus and the Lord keep us, protect us, sustain us, and guide us. The Lord will make his face shine upon us with favor and be gracious to us in the name of Jesus, surrounding us with loving kindness. The Lord lift up his countenance, face upon us with divine approval in the name of Jesus and give us peace, a tranquil heart and life in the name of Jesus. We open the name of serving the name of the Lord the Son and Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen.